Welcome to the reading of the story of immortality from the Brahma Kumaris World Spiritual University in London. The story of immortality is the fascinating tale of a seeker whose spiritual journey is woven from the factual truth of who we are, where we're coming from, where we're headed, and what we need to do. Many new points about our spiritual journey will be revealed, so listen with an open mind until the end of the story and see yourself on this journey. It is recommended that you listen in silence and stillness so that your mind is clear and quiet. Today's reading concludes chapter 10 and is the completion of the story of immortality. Today, you will be able to answer the following 10 questions. 1. When you go to Madaban, what do you do there? 2. What does it mean to be a resident of Madaban? 3. What does Madaban mean? How is it reflected in the residence as a speciality? 4. What are the three great means of sustenance? 5. What is the significance of love in Madaban and for Madaban? 6. How can you be sure to sustain what you have gained in knowledge? 7. What is the magic of the Confluence Age? 8. Why do those who are part of the root and reside outside Madaban return there regularly? 9. What is the work that they are all engaged in? 10. What is predicted by Shiv Baba? What must you continue to do? A family of long-lost children in Madaban, you laugh, dance, and sing. You enjoy yourselves very much here. The father is also pleased to see the children enjoying themselves. Love attracts everyone towards the father. Madaban attracts all the children 
because here you live practically as members of God's family. The Father considers all the children to be the decoration of Madhuban, his corporeal home. Children are the decoration of a home. There is sparkle and beauty in Madhuban because of the children. The father is very pleased to see the splendor of the variety of children in Madhuban. Just as there are many connections of light from the physical powerhouse, so the Father is seeing the many beings of lights, souls who have come to the spiritual powerhouse of Madhuban. You come personally in front of the Father, who makes children into the masters of the land of constant happiness. I now understand that there is a vast difference between listening to the Father from a distance and listening to Him personally. Here you come personally to be close to the Father and to listen directly to Him and experience the reality of what He is teaching. Specialities of the Residents To be a resident of Madhuban means to be a resident of a great and pure land. Since those who visit this land have a great fortune, imagine how great the fortune must be of those who live here. The residence of great souls is also remembered as a great place. Since those who visit here experience themselves to be great and have many different experiences within themselves, imagine what the experience of those who live here would be. No matter where any of you come from, once you enter the gates of Madhuban, you are all residents of Madhuban. Therefore, all residents of Madhuban have easily become embodiments of remembrance. It is a sign of great fortune to become a resident of Madhuban because to enter the gates of Madhuban means to attain a blessing for all time, the blessing of being stable and unshakable. Madhu means honey and Ban means forest. The nature of Madhuban is of sweetness and the freedom of the land is a natural detachment from all types of limitations.
The residents of Madaban are those who with their sweetness constantly make others sweet and those who with their own attitude of unlimited distaste for sorrow and bondages inspire distaste in others for those things as well. This is the speciality of the residents of Madaban, the extreme of sweetness in nature and the extreme of distaste in attitude. Madaban is a special stage. Madaban means a great stage and so those who play a part on the great stage must also be great. Every word that the residents of Madaban utter is a pearl. They are not words, they are pearls. When they speak it is as though there is a shower of pearls, not of words. There is the value of newness in every word. Every word conveys the experience of the vibrations of good wishes and pure feelings for the self and others. That is what is called sweetness. Culture of Love The greatest sustenance is the love for spiritual knowledge. The other sustenance is of food prepared with love in remembrance of the Father. One is the sustenance for the soul and the other is the sustenance for the body. There is also the sustenance of being with the family of a variety of brothers and sisters from all over the world. All three types of sustenance take place in Madaban. Madaban is like an ocean of love. There is an unlimited flow of love from hearts that are big, generous and open. It is a place where children are merged in the love of the comforter of hearts. And the father, the comforter of hearts, is merged in the love of the children. It is love that gives the children spiritual birth and it is love that sustains them on the journey of spiritual growth. In Madaban, everything operates and is sustained by the power of love. Love removes labor and makes children free from worry. Love enables them to experience the canopy of the hand of blessings over the self at every moment. And love gives them the experience of guaranteed victory in every action. In Madaban, love transforms stones into diamonds and changes mountains of problems into mustard seeds. In this land of love, children become lost in love. 
love is constantly radiated from the sparkle in the children's drishti and the beauty in their smile. Lighthouse Madaban is the lighthouse and mighthouse. The light of the lighthouse falls on all souls. To whatever extent souls are able to receive the light of vibrations, to that extent they consider Madaban to be somewhere unique. The impact of the power of Madaban is felt as something special happening in the world. People of the world are affected by the waves generated in this land. The vibrations of Madaban are spreading everywhere. The day will come when everyone will come to know that the Father, the ocean of knowledge, has come to fill their aprons with the imperishable jewels of knowledge. At that time, so many children will come, do not even ask. You know that these teachings of Raja Yoga are very easy to understand. When people come to know that here they can receive the jewels of knowledge which will make their lives simple and elevated, they will continue to come. People will tell one another of this place. They will be queuing from Abbey Road to set foot on the sacred land on the mountaintop. Your father asks if you are pleased that the formal part of your study is over. You are, of course, grateful for all you have learned, but you feel a small wave of the concern you felt on the very first day you arrived in this mysterious space and time, wondering if it is possible that you could lose your access to this confluence age and find yourself back in the Iron Age with no idea where the doorway was through which you entered. He tells you that this is all in your hands, that if you follow Srimat and practice Raja Yoga as a part of your daily life, then you will find yourself in his constant companionship and you will find the world around you cooperating with you. But what about Ravan, you ask? Even the village you passed by this morning is deep in the throes of the vices of Ravan and the illusion of Maya. Surely, as you return to your place in the world, you will encounter these forces. Yes, he says. The Iron Age is the age of Ravan, and most of the world is heavy with the burdens of their past karmas 
and their karmic bondages. The magic of the Confluence Age is that it exists in the midst of the Iron Age and is virtually invisible to those in that age. Not all the souls who are a part of the roots of this tree reside here in Madaban, he says. But many of them come here to receive sustenance, to study, and to strengthen their practice of Raja Yoga. Then they return to their own fields of service around the world, just as you will now return to yours. Your heart stops for a moment. You have not been thinking about returning to your ordinary life, and tell him that. You were thinking of staying here with him and with the others. He smiles and looks at you with eyes filled with love. You do not need to remain here in order to be with him, he reminds you. Besides, you have work to do in the world. For a moment you are confused. Why is he urging you to go back to your ordinary work in the world? It was, after all, your lack of satisfaction with that life and that work that led you to search for the truth that you have found with him. As usual, he picks up your thoughts and explains. That is not the work to which he was referring, he says. Although you can continue with that work in order to support yourself. The work we are all engaged in now is the transformation of the world. While Ravan and Maya are very powerful forces, they diminish in the presence of the power of truth. You and the others here are becoming self-sovereigns. As you transform your mind, your intellect, and your sanskars, the vibrations that you emanate become more elevated. Your subtle powers become more refined, and you find you can see the past, the present, and the future at once. At a certain point, this force of truth and light will conquer the forces of falsehood and the entire world will transform. Until that time, your task is to dedicate yourself to perfecting yourself and helping others who are searching for this truth. Your task is to bring comfort and hope to the world. You sit in stillness for a few moments and absorb this understanding. These words of his seem to shine a light on the only remaining part of your intellect, where there was still a lack of understanding. Now you find you have no more questions. You realize that for the first time since you entered the Confluence Age, 
and felt his presence that you no longer see with double vision. Your understanding of the truth is planted deep within you, giving you clear and elevated vision. You listen inside for an instant and know what you must do. It is time to return to the world so that the world can return to its original pure state. You look at your friend one last time and thank him silently with your eyes before you stand up to begin your return journey. You know that you will return to Madhuban in the future to take the sustenance of this magical place. And you know that you never need to be away from him for even a moment. You step through the door, slip on your shoes, and begin to make your way back to the world and the elevated task that lies ahead. Om Shanti, which means I am a peaceful soul, and so I acknowledge all listeners too as peaceful souls. Om Shanti.